Brett for years our Sydney-based wellness couch fans have been saying, when are you coming to Sydney? Oh, they've been banging the door down, MP. Well, Sydney Ciders will be in your neck of the woods on Saturday, June the 2nd. We're going out of the CBD, we're heading straight down the highway to the regions of the Illawarra and the beautiful town of Kiama for our third and final wellness base camp of the year. Join Fuad Kassab from Quirky Cooking to talk all about food, naturopath, gut guru and female health extraordinaire, Helen Patteron. Stress is a hot topic with Dr. Maria Zushman and you and I, Bretto, are talking about succeeding at life and love and work at the same time as succeeding in health because there is no wellness in a life that doesn't feel good. Zazen Alkaline Water presents the Wellness Base Camp, one full day of inspiration and education on Saturday, June 2 from 10 till 5. There's over 1,000 bucks in door prizes, a raft of world-class local exhibitors and a room full of people just like you. Bring a buddy and get two tickets for the price of one before they're all gone. All details and tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's thewellnessbasecamp.com. thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life. Good morning, wonderful listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today on Wellness Women Radio. I'm Ashley. And I'm Andrea. And today we have an amazing guest for you. Uh, this lovely lady is a very special uh, educator. And I think, you know, in the world of the things that we do in our life today, I think there's every single one of you listening will know how uh, endorsed yoga is in our world. And certainly it's something that we recommend all our gorgeous listeners and gorgeous ladies get themselves involved with because it's not just a physical practice, as this uh, gorgeous guest mentioned. It's something so much more than that. It, tr- it mirrors the life on the mat to the life off. And so we're going to talk today to the very gorgeous uh, guest that we have. I'm just going to give you a intro just to build her up a little bit. So you, you're waiting to find out who we're talking to. She's an amazing uh, educator. She's got a background in early childhood through the Montessori teaching programs, which is uh, in itself an extraordinary education pathway. She's a person who's constantly and endlessly upskilled herself if we have a look at her credentials it just goes on and on and on so I can't read through everything that she's got to her hours with but there's certainly some incredible uh, teaching background for this wonderful guest she's particularly involved with uh, something called the forest yoga methods and I think this is where we really want to dive today because if you haven't heard of forest yoga our guest today is definitely going to give you that information um i would love to introduce you very much the beautiful beth borowski so beth welcome to the show this morning good morning thank you for having me and thank you for joining us so early yeah it's another (laughs) one of these uh, super early um interviews that we're doing ladies but they seem to work well so hopefully you like us uh (laughs) fresh in the morning which is great um, hey, Beth, just when we were offline for a moment there, you mentioned that something that really struck a chord and you said that yoga is medicine. Can you, before we get into your story, because I really want to hear that, can you just kind of expand on that for a moment? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think if we look at medicine as a tool to heal, not to fix When we embark on our own journey of healing, so much more happens than when 
we're fixed with medicine, taking a pill or, you know, something like that. So for me, the journey of forest yoga, and I only came into forest yoga uh, five years, five, six years ago. I'd been practicing for 25 years by then. When I had my first experience on the mat with, with Anna Forrest in, in just a two-hour workshop, I really felt like I had entered into a completely different realm of healing. Um, she, Forest Yoga has this capacity to guide you into spaces in your body that you never knew you had. It teaches you how to breathe so that you can find those spaces. And once you find those spaces, that's when the healing starts and the shifts start. So, yeah, that, that for me is, mm. is true medicine. That, that for me is healing. Yeah, that is so fascinating. And I like um, that journey that you mentioned. So, you know, that healing path rather than just, you know, getting a fix or a quick fix because I know mm-hmm. that's what we're always after these days. Mm-hmm. Beth, can you backtrack for us? So, you know, going back, you know, 24 years you were saying that that's how long you've been practicing yoga for. What got you into this in the first place? So how did you transition from being a Montessori teacher into now this practice? Hmm. Well, I I grew up doing ballet, so movement was always in my cells. Mm-hmm. My best friend's mum in the seventies in South Africa was a Nyenga yoga teacher. When that was pretty weird, because <laughs> not, not the in thing to be. And they created a studio in in their garage, and I was I I used to love to go and hang out with her and just play on the ropes and do whatever. I, I, was, I was the friend that wanted to be with her. So that definitely laid the, the, the foundations. And then I moved to New York City and I did my master's at NYU and in my, at 20, 21, and started going more to yoga classes. So, yoga, yeah, so I, I, I practiced all different styles. I went through Ayenga and Ashtanga, and uh, then I had my kids and did lots of prenatal. And then I found power yoga. Well, I did about six weeks of Bikram. <laughs> and that definitely wasn't yes, intense. Medicine. Yes. Yeah, that wasn't the medicine I was looking for. And then I stumbled on power yoga. And that kind of started to resonate for me. And then I, from power, I, through the studio that I was practicing with, uh, they started to introduce what is now known as flow yoga. And so this is a good 10, 11 years ago. At this time, I had left my marriage and I had also left my business, which was a uh, children's toy shop <laughs> with my husband. <laughs> and so I literally left my marriage and my job and had two little girls. And I was like, okay, what the hell am I going to do now? Because I didn't want to go back into the corporate world because I'd actually been working in education through companies like Kumon and just more corporate education than actually being in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, um, I was pretty much 
jobless and almost homeless, but that sounds a bit drastic. But I, I, I was, I was just in this complete fractured kind of stage. And uh, the owner of the studio said to me, I was doing karma yoga so that I could practice for free and help with whatever they needed. And he, he just turned to me one day and he said, mm, why don't you, why don't you, you've got all this amazing background in kids and all this amazing background in yoga and your practice is so amazing. Why don't you do, why don't you start teaching kids yoga? And so I was like, Hmm, okay. So I came back home and I jumped on my computer and I Googled kids yoga. And this was like, you know, 12 years ago. So there wasn't much kids yoga around. And I found, um, I found a course in New York city and I have an extraordinary tribe of, of friends in New York city. And one happens to be very, very wealthy. And so I was chatting to him on the phone and he said, okay, well, look, send me a business plan. And if I like it, I'll, I'll support you and bring you over to do the course. So I did, and he liked it. And uh, what I what I did was I, I then approached all before I left for the course. I approached all the Montessori schools around Sydney, and I said, "Look, I'm a you know, Montessori teacher. I'm also a yoga teacher, which I wasn't yet, but I knew I could be." <laughs> and you know, this is I love that I'm entrepreneurial doing. spirit. Just <laughs> yeah. act as if. Yeah, well, you know, um, it's, it's te- working with the kids is the hardest thing. It's not the yoga. So I knew I could work with kids. I've been working, you know, with kids all my all my adult life and a lot of my kid life as well. So I went and basically, to cut a long story short, but before I got on the plane to go to New York, I had sixty kids enrolled across various schools. So I was, in essence earning a living. I just hadn't started earning a living. I got on the plane, got on the plane, went to New York, did the training, came back and started my Karma Kids yoga business. And then I just got more and more involved in my own practice and, um, you know, adult yoga. And at that time, Shiva Ray who you may or may not have heard of, Shiva Ray is a, a really well-known international, I guess, rock star yogi in the flow world. And she's created, she really is the, the mother of flow. And because of my dance background, it just really resonated with me. And I was like, oh, my God, I found my home and this is this is just extraordinary. And so I did numerous teacher trainings in that uh, lineage and loved it. And, you know, it was teaching to music and had the best playlists and just, just great. And then I went to back to New York City in 2012 or 2013 to a yoga journal conference, which is this extraordinary conference where kind of all, it's like a smorgasbord of you know, the top teachers in the world, which I'd never had access to. And I went to a forest yoga workshop at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning after kind of getting to bed at about three o'clock on that Sunday morning from having so you're dinner. So you are at a yoga rave. I, I, well, no, no, I was I, – and actually I was – you know, I, I I wasn't in a great space. I, I I come from a really, really, really toxic divorce, unfortunately, <clears throat> and I, I, that particular journey back to New York left a, a, a lot of stuff going on in Sydney 
um, really toxic stuff. And so I was kind of navigating that and trying to be really present at this conference. And I had no idea about Anna Forrest. I kind of heard about this weird woman who used to be a drug addict and, you know, she was really fierce and but I, I, I had no idea. And so I landed um, on my mat at one minute to eight. Now, in retrospect, knowing her as well as I do, it's just like you don't you don't arrive a minute before a forest yoga class. The room was packed with like 100 people. I had this tiny little space right at the back of the room and she started, she just started teaching and, and, and my eyes were closed. And from the moment, the first thing she said, she just, I don't even remember what it was, but I was just hooked. And within, within minutes, um, you know, she was guy, she, I was breathing more than I'd ever breathed before. And I was being told what to do with my breath and where to take it, and what to feel for. Not what to feel, but what to feel for. And it was extraordinary. It was life-changing. It was also hell, hell, because (laughs) forest yoga is incredibly compassionate, but it's also incredibly fierce. And um, her ab work, you know, she, she has a, a very particular way that she warms you up and builds up your energy and the warmth of your muscles. So every class starts with a series of abdominal exercises that are transformational. I mean, now, you know, I, I look forward to doing them every day. But I, I was in hell, but I was also in heaven. It was extraordinary. It was completely life-changing. And I... I, I just, I, and her, her assistant, she had like 10 assistants walking around the room. And, you know, when they came up to me and touched me, it was like, it's just like having an hour massage in 20 seconds. It was, it, uh, so what was going on for me was this experience of feeling and shifting like I'd never before. And then also I'm going, how do I learn this? <laughs> How, how do I learn to teach like this? How do I learn to touch like this? How, and it's like, why haven't I heard of her? This is this complete, you know, kind of frenzy. All, all in two hours. It's all going on. So the class finishes. I go up to the front. I hadn't even opened my eyes the entire class. My eyes have been closed. And I went to the front of the room. And, you know, she's she she's surrounded by her uh, guardians and her her senior teachers are called guardians just so that's not so weird for you to hear um (laughs) so she's surrounded by her assistants and um and and, you know she puts so much into her teaching that when she finishes a workshop she doesn't want to chat to anyone so they actually are there to protect her they're kind of there to just answer the questions on her behalf kind of thing so she can get out of the room and and you know have some time out and i just went up and I, and I said, look, I'm, I'm from Sydney. Is there any forest yoga in Sydney? And they kind of looked at each other and then they turned to her and uh, asked her. And with that, she looked up and, you know, I don't know if you've seen photos of her, but she's the most extraordinary looking woman. She just wears her entire life story on her face and she's got this long hair. And she just looked up at me and I was like, oh, this moment of gosh, you know, wow. 
And she just said, oh, I, we've trained people, but I don't know if anyone's teaching in Australia. And that, and that was it. So I left the room and I bought her book immediately at the at the marketplace there. And I just inhaled her book and I came back to Sydney and I was like, I, I just said to the owner of Body, Mind, Life, I just said, look, I have to get this woman to Australia. I have to train with her. Are you going to help me? Will you? Will, and at that time, studios were not bringing international teachers in yet. It was just the beginning of that kind of stuff. And they said, great, okay. And so basically what happened was we got negotiating with her team and uh, about eight months later she came over to do her advanced teacher training, which is a nine-day training, and she did a book launch. Um, and that was just extraordinary. So we had a, a relatively small group, probably about 20 people doing the advanced teacher training with us. But what also happened was that I had a student at the time. So, so Anna is a medicine woman, a Native American medicine woman, and has brought a lot of her a lot of that ceremony and her healing. She comes from an extraordinary traumatic background, like trauma that you couldn't script as a young child, and and has tried, you know. But before twenty, it was by by six she was a an alcoholic and a drug addict. By eleven, she was you know just crazy, and you know by eighteen had on twenty nineteen had tried suicide a couple of times and. So she has really used yoga. She's created this healing yoga so that you can use the trauma that gets stored in your body. You can use your breath and the movements to start to unwrap your story and rewrite it, change it, change your cell tissue, change your nervous system. And so she, what we did was we, I had a student who's very involved in, in um, Aboriginal uh, culture and he has a, a, a dance company, an Aboriginal dance company. And so we welcomed, we did a welcome to country for her before her book launch. And we, um, we had one of the elder women come and do a, a, a you know, just this beautiful welcoming ceremony. And to cut a very, very long story short, Anna and Jose, who who organized this for me, fell in love and oh. are now married. And so there was this whole kind of like just this bizarre effect that we each had on each, that we didn't know we were going to have on each other, but we did. You know, it's just complete strangers coming from, oh, my God, completely different lives and stories and and. Yeah, and just to today. So so basically, yeah. So 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 that was our first training, and then she came back the following year, and we did her thirty day foundation foundation teacher training. And so, subsequent to that, I've become a level two teacher, and I, you know, assist her and I travel around the world, assisting her or her guardians, and have just become really involved in, um, I guess, just forest yoga. At a time, ironically, when the boom in yoga is all about flow, <laughs> it's kind of like when I change, <laughs> when I change the my my course. That's when you know the the boom happens. So sometimes in Sydney, I have actually felt like I'm climbing up a mountain backwards with a 
you know, a backpack full of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> now, Anna, when you, uh, sorry, Beth, when you say that uh, the boom is about flow, but obviously what you're implying that forest yoga is quite different to that, what is the difference? Oh, in a nutshell, the difference is that you, in forest yoga, you get on the mat, you pay attention, and you sort your shit out. That's basically. <laughs> so it's and not for the faint-hearted by the sounds? It, it, no, what it is for, it is for the faint-hearted, but it's for the faint-hearted who really want to, who just want to, who want to do the work, their work, whatever sure. that means. That, that's, that's really it. So don't get me wrong. I love flow. I love to put on music and move. But I know how to move, and I know how to move with integrity in my body. And what I see going on a lot these days is 21st century bodies that are incredibly diseased. We sit for ridiculous amounts of hours every day, hunched over, desks or computers or handheld devices. We're incredibly stressed. Our nervous systems are shot. And then we come to yoga from that office space and we start to kind of whip ourselves in this movement, continual movement without actually stopping to feel or to move correctly within, with, with correct alignment and integrity in in your muscles and your bones. And that's where injury happens. Injuries are huge in the yoga world because we've, 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 we're missing out on how to actually teach correct alignment. I feel and, like I need you as my teacher. <laughs> I think, Beth, this is something I just want to touch on that because I know from our personal experiences uh, as health professionals how often we get our patients come in and they'll say, oh, I've tried yoga, it's not for me. And it's usually because exactly as you've described, they've, they've attained an injury which has made them feel less enthusiastic about the practice that they know they should be doing or want to do. Um, and I know myself in my own practices as well, I actually stopped doing yoga because I repeatedly kept um, subluxating one of my ribs, which just left me in agony and I couldn't function and not let alone work. And, uh, and it put me out quite a few times. And I just thought, this is ridiculous. How is something so safe and healthy supposed to cause this much injury? Um, so connecting that that um, practice with actually listening to your body, because I'm going to say it, I was guilty completely of falling into, I guess, the picture of trying to be like that Insta yogi, um, Insta famous pictures <laughs> that I see all the time of like, oh, they bend like that and they look like this and, oh, my leg's supposed mm-hmm. to go here and I'm, I'm young, fit and healthy, so I should be able to do this mm-hmm. and I'm trying all this stuff. And and to be fair, exactly what you described, you know, without listening to my own um, my own power, my own energy, my own body, because I'm I'm an A-type personality. I want to copy someone else and be exactly as good as they mm-hmm. are. So what an interesting yeah. contrast to notice that difference you can observe even within your own yoga space, how um, yoga can be doing as much harm as good sometimes when we're not listening to ourselves, to our body, um, not everyone else's bodies, but our own our own body. So that's um, quite a unique thing that by the sounds of it, forest yoga brings to practice is that focus in on the healing that comes from within which you know totally resonates with us as chiropractors and our trust and faith in the the human body and the energy that comes from universe it's it's extraordinary 
Where do you find that, you know, when you say it's for everybody, because it, it is for everybody, um, mm. how does this mind-body space, how do you hold this this space? Because your healing journey was so powerful. It was something so transformative and incredibly needed at that time in your life. How can other people engage with that mind-body without being too, I, I hate to say it, but too yogi about it? Because I know a lot of people feel a little bit disconnected when they feel yoga should all be about oming and, you know, like trying to bring um, spiritual practice into it when that's not where they're at in their life and they want to connect but they don't know how to and this is kind of someone forcing spiritual practice upon them. Well, what's so interesting is that forest yoga is t- for 21st century people. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's an extraordinarily spiritual practice, but it's not. It's con, it's a practice that connects you to your spirit, mm. not to any kind of airy fairy spirit out there. What 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 the practice teaches us is that if you can one get in touch with your breath, learn teach yourself, learn how to breathe like you're not going anywhere unless you can breathe more deeply unconscious breath just keeps us alive yeah we all do it Mm. but when you can pay that much attention to your breath and get really really curious it takes you into places in your body that you haven't yet met And that is when your spirit starts to awaken. Your spirit is just the deeper, the deep, the the depth of you. Those yummy underlying layers of of you, your of of who you really are, without the the stories and the traumas and the hurts and the losses and the grief. And it's it's just the you, the real you know, the essence of you. And you can't get there without your breath. So if you can learn to breathe consciously and curiously in a yoga practice, you start to feel your way, feel. It's all about feeling. It's about sensation, really. It's about tracking the sensations that are allowing you deeper in. And what happens is you get super strong. (laughs) So it's like, you know, we say, I mean, that's one of the ironies. Forest yoga makes you incredibly flexible and strong because it's a strong practice. But the journey in is incredibly compassionate. So if you're injured, you will be given options, like really clear options. There's always something you can do, right? So it may not be the, the 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 full whatever that means, but the you know the perfect end part of the pose. But if you start with just the beginning bits and you work with your injury, then all the muscles around that injury get really strong, and the injury goes as opposed to you coming back time and a time, like happened with you, and you keep re-injuring yourself. So it's just this. It's 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 yeah. It's breath. Breath takes you in. Ah. It's amazing uh, just <laughs> all of this conversation about the breath. I'm like very consciously sitting here uh, expanding oh. the breath. <laughs> 
that was uh, that was quite yeah. an interesting observation. Uh, and and is are they? Sorry, I keep going to call you Anna because we're talking about Anna Forest <laughs> okay. so much. Yeah. So Beth, yeah. I'm sure that's a compliment. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, Beth, yeah. are these the things that you teach in your retreats? Hmm. You know, these are the things that I teach because I'm teaching forest yoga. Sure. In my retreats, what I, where I think my retreats really differ from many, many retreats out there is that they re- they're not boot camps. They're a retreat. They're, and they're for every woman. I, I only do goddess retreats. I'm, I, like, I like to do my retreats just for women. I have a lot of requests from men to do a goddess retreat for men, which is kind of... <laughs> thinking about still, because I think it's a great idea. But I love to create and hold space for women to leave, you know, their work life, their kids if they have, their partners, their furry loved ones, <laughs> just all those stresses and and gather together, relax, rejuvenate, restore, just have time out. And so what happens in my retreats especially my Bali one because it's longer, is that I weave in ceremony, cultural ceremony, but also more kind of ceremonies like the uh, calling in the four directions, uh, which I've been trained, you know, I've been trained to do through my work with forest yoga, um, bringing in extraordinary uh, experiences like going to a natural birthing clinic and um, going going to an organic farm to pick the vegetables that we then cook with. So, you know, it's a cooking course, but it's, you know, we, we go and we hang out at this extraordinary farm with these beautiful young farmers and uh, fire ceremony. And so it's it's not just about yoga on the mat it's actually a lot about yoga off the mat and uh, you can do as much or as little as you want um we you know we go on an extraordinary bicycle ride through rural Ubud and we meet a family in a in a very poor compound we have a beautiful dinner at a, another family's compound and and their daughter's dance, you know, beautiful Balinese dance. Um, so it's just this uh, symphony. I like to call it a symphony of yoga and meditation and pampering and cultural ceremonies and time just for you. And what happens is, and it's not done in any kind of forced way. It's not like I, you know, make people do processes as such. It's just the way my classes, I guess, are structured. They have a, an intention every day, and they also have a, an, a retreat intention. And I just kind of hold space for that. And, and you know, I've been leading them for many years now, and it's just extraordinary what, what, what happens when women gather together. There's just a magic and a, and a, a space to, to hold for each other. There's a real generosity and of spirit and kindness um, i'm always fascinated how bitchy teenage girls can be and how aw- awesome you know adult women are <laughs> <laughs> 
And yeah. yet with something like this, that. you can draw out the truths within that teenage girl that can help to center them away from that bitchiness, can't you? Because the transformation that you can bring to someone's life at any age. And I think this is the biggest challenge, Beth, isn't it? That women are so disconnected from self. They're often so disconnected from humanity in the sense that they're just functioning on their high drive all the time, that sympathetic dominant race to be the best at everything, to be everything, Mm. to be the mother, to be the wife, to be the best girlfriend in the world, Mm. to be the, you know, perfect photos on Instagram, to be the, you know, friend for everybody. (laughs) Like we're constantly trying to please and be something for everybody else. And yet you're providing this opportunity for a woman to actually just remind themselves that they need to connect first to self before they can be the best of anything to anybody at all. And I think it's such a unique thing in today's world to find a space like yours, because like you said, the majority of them are driven again for those I always say the A types like me because that's just, you know, I've had to try and untrain myself from that 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 high drive. Um, that then are looking for these yoga retreats that have everything on a schedule. <laughs> it's like, right, this, this, and this, and now you're gonna do this, and then you're gonna do this, and you're gonna write on your journal, you know. And I would I of me of the past would have sought those things, and yet that was actually what I didn't need. I needed something more like what you're providing, and that's um that's the power. Just like you know. Yeah, for me, it's 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 here. These are offerings. Join us or take time out. Beautiful. But the offerings are are, are really gorgeous. They're not. It, it, it's not five hours of yoga. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a beautiful morning practice, two hour practice, meditation in the morning, and you know, some evenings there's a, a more Yin style practice. But there's lots of other yoga. Which well, get, for me is a lot, a lot more nourishing. You've got me, you've got me feeling like I need to get out now. Tell me, when's your next mm. retreat running? Because this is something that I'm <laughs> sure our listeners are curious about now that we've talked about the beauty that falls within, you know, yoga practices and then actually immersing through a situation of retreat. Where, when are you running your next one? Um, the next one in Bali is from the 11th to the 18th of August, and it's at uh, Soul Shine Oasis, which is this beautiful, beautiful. A retreat space created by Michael Fronty. Many of your listeners may know his music. He's a, a great musician and activist. And uh, it's just outside Ubud, so you're far enough away from the kind of chaos to just feel like you're in, oh, gosh, this absolute utopia, so just gorgeous. And then you're also close enough if you need some retail therapy. Um, so. <laughs> you really are appealing it's to great. the women, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is hilarious. Uh, now, Beth, I have to know: um, do you have do you have guardians? Do you have those groupies? Ah, uh, uh, groupies <laughs> who kind of follow who follow me. <laughs> well, it's a, just I, an I interesting think, concept. I, I, I like this idea of guardians. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you why. No, no, I'll tell you why they're called guardians. So, Anna, one of the things, one of the intentions of forest yoga is what Anna calls mending the hoop of the people. Mm. And it's, it's a, you know, I'm not going to go into the story, but she she had a, in in one of her long ceremonies, the Native American Indian ceremony experiences, she had a vision. Of, of where where she what came out of the vision was this her her life work was to mend the hoop of the people and so that is one of the 
uh, kind of beautiful tapestries of, of, of forest yoga is, is our, our work. Our work is mending the hoop of the people. So um, her, her, the senior teachers or the, the people that she chooses to become guardians are there to, to continue the work when she's gone, really. That's, sure. uh, they're there to guard, to, 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 to guard this, this work of mending the hoop of the people and to keep forest yoga in integrity uh, because she won't, you know, she's already, she's 64 right now and I'm sure she'll be here for many years, but you know, it's one day she won't be here. And so that, yeah, so that, that's where the, 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 the guardian term comes from. <laughs> I <laughs> now, love that. As I'm, as I'm saying it, I'm thinking about Handmaid's Tale and it's like, mm. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I actually God. didn't make that connection. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, um, so, so but this, uh, your uh, your retreats and your work just sounds so beautiful and particularly for women and I just love the idea of you just holding that space for them to just kind of let go and really connect with each other but themselves as well. Um, so, ladies, if you want to find out more about Beth, uh, and her retreat, um, you can go to justbreatheyoga.com.au. Now, Beth, is there anywhere else uh, everyone can find you? Instagram is justbreatheyoga underscore. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I also I just want to offer your listeners, if they mention this uh, interview, I'm, I'm gifting everybody a $100 I'm happy to gift everybody a hundred dollars off the early bird price. So the early bird oh. runs till the June, so there are a couple more weeks. Wow, that's and, incredibly generous. Yeah, if, Thank if, you. If, if you if you book and and you know kind of pay before then, yeah, um, I will give you a hundred dollars off. So oh, I bet that's amazing. Now, do they need a promo code for that? No, because it's if they go onto my website and and they go to the the, the goddess retreat page. Just you know, they can email me, and and it's payments just set up through um, direct deposit and stuff. So oh, it's easy. Perfect. So if they just connect with me, I'll 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 set it up for them. That's okay. Easy. Oh, but that yeah, is amazing. Just, just try and try and find a, a forest yoga class where, wherever you are, and. Um, I know that that is yeah. definitely something I'm going to be doing when we get off uh, off the call here. <laughs> I'm certainly going to be Googling that in Perth to see, see who's running that. And ladies, I hope that you have been consciously breathing along with us during this episode. Uh, we hope that you've loved everything that um, Beth has brought to the table today and that concept and that idea that, that yoga is that medicine. Um, I just think that that is awesome. So make sure you go and check out justbreatheyoga.com.au. And we just want to say a massive thank you. thank you for joining us, Beth. It was just such a privilege for all of our listeners to uh, to find a, I guess, an absolute entrepreneur, a leader, and someone with an amazing journey here in Australia. Because we're often exposed to, you know, international guests, but just to have an expert and a, and a guide here in Australia is wonderful. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure and privilege. Thank you. And we look Beautiful. forward to Namaste to all of you. Uh, to Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> Have an amazing so day. Ladies, make sure that you're communicating with us. Tell us what you love about yoga and about this episode on Facebook. That's Facebook forwards, uh, facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Women. We're on Instagram, The Wellness Women Official. 
Um, ladies, remember, as always, if you've got questions, please feel free to send them through to us either on any of our social media channels or you can email us at info at thewellnesswomen.com.au. You also can consult with us if need be. And ladies, until next week, be well. This year, the Wellness Summit returns. For those of you on your own health journey, you know that a lot of times it's two steps forward, one step back, and you think you're doing well and then something else pops up. It's like um, always, you're always learning. It's just a, it's not something that just happens overnight and suddenly you're well. If I actually had been so wrong about this really important thing in my life, what else was I wrong about? And it got me down this, uh, this place of questioning all the concepts that I had. And then I came to one question, which was, who am I beyond concept? When I was a little kid, I really always had trouble with food intolerances. I realized that there was a lot to be said for the way you eat. You come to the same place that I came to, and it's a place of complete freedom. Joe Witten and Fuad Kassab feature at the 2018 Wellness Summit. Bigger and better than ever. Tickets on sale Friday, May 4 at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.